0: Monday morning, March 15th. A couple days. St. Patty's Day's coming up. First word, Pastor Dave here coming to you live from a beautiful Linwood, Minnesota. Almost all our snow is gone. If you're like me, you're hoping it stays gone. I know many people are getting slammed with a lot of snow today, to this morning. So hoping we avoid it. I almost ran my snowblower out of gas, decided it probably was a little bit too bold of a decision, so I'm ready for some snow in March, I know it snows a lot in March, but personally, mostly ready just to turn the page. First word we're gathering to seek God together, we're going through the book of Mark, seeking to understand it, read it together, talk about it a little bit. Today the theme word is exasperated, that's a fun word. We see Jesus being exasperated today. I don't know what's exasperating you Uh, i i own a dog so that's kind of my exasperation right now she's getting older much more opinionated likes to be outside for approximately uh, five minutes then inside for approximately three minutes and 30 seconds and then back outside for five minutes so among other things she continues to shed like a crazy like a crazy dog so those points of exasperation i'm a parent of four Children, they're older now, but when they were younger, exasperation was a common word. Youth pastor, dealing with junior hires, exasperated. I've been exasperated in my life, I'm sure you have as well. Let's read about a moment when Jesus was exasperated. Here we go, Mark 9, 14 to 29. Whenever it seizes him, it throws him to the ground. He foams at the mouth, gnashes his teeth, and becomes rigid. I asked your disciples to drive out the spirit, but they could not. You unbelieving generation, Jesus replied, how long shall I stay with you? How long shall I put up with you? Bring the boy to me. So they brought him, and when the spirit saw Jesus, it immediately threw the boy into a convulsion. He fell to the ground and rolled around, foaming at the mouth. Jesus asked the boy's father, how long has he been like this? From childhood, he answered. It is often thrown him into fire or water to kill him, but if you can do anything, take pity on us and help us. If you can, said Jesus, everything is possible for one who believes. After Jesus had gone indoors, his disciples asked him privately, Why couldn't we drive it out? He replied, This kind can come out only by prayer. The Word of the Lord. All right. So, Mark 9 the disciples when they saw jesus or the people they were astonished there was wonder and we forget well maybe we haven't forgotten but last week we were on the transfiguration and jesus had come down from the mountain and we talked about how it reminds us of Moses on the mountain. And, and whenever Moses came down from the mountain, his face was radiant, it glowed. Remember that when Jesus was on the mountain, his clothes was, were whiter than a human could bleach it, I believe Mark said. And so, so it seems like that's what the wonder was as they encountered Jesus. And then they, they were arguing and they were trying to figure out how to help this boy. Who would convulse and get thrown on the ground and they assumed it was some kind of a spirit that was in him and and it seemed like it seems like he's suffering from something like epilepsy which we would probably diagnose him with today and and it's a sign of this brokenness of our earth that that he would have of these seizures and the disciples were trying to bring him freedom from these seizures but they failed, they continued to fail and they were trying to figure out why they failed and at the end of the story, it seems like they had a lack of faith and a neglect of prayer. And Jesus was, uh, was exasperated in verse, uh, verse 19 in Mark chapter nine, I'm gonna try to pull it up here, verse, verse 19. Here we see it, you unbelieving generation, how long shall I stay with you? How long shall I put up with you? Bring the boy to me, the exasperated Jesus. Was he frustrated with the disciples? He seems to include a bigger group here, you unbelieving generation. It seems to be maybe more of a, a sweeping condemnation of a whole nation's failure, to recognize Jesus. This is Mark's whole deal, like, who is Jesus? And and there seems to be this, uh, this continual miss of who Jesus is. The disciples are starting to figure it out, but now all this suffering talk is throwing them for a loop, and, and the people seem to be struggling. And maybe this is why they weren't able to cast out a spirit. It reminds us of Mark 6, we had read some time ago. I'll read it again. Jesus left there and went to his hometown accompanied by his disciples. When the Sabbath came, he began to teach in the synagogue and many who heard him were amazed. Where did this man get these things? They asked, what's this wisdom that has been given him? What are these remarkable miracles he is performing? They're kind of asking, who is this guy? Then they answered their own question. Isn't this the carpenter? Isn't this Mary's son and the brother of James, Joseph, Judas, and Simon? Aren't his sisters here with us? And they took offense at him. And Jesus said to them, A prophet is not without honor except in his own town, among his relatives, and in his own home. He could not do any miracles there except lay his hands on a few sick people and hear them and heal them. He was amazed at their lack of faith. So we wonder if it's a similar situation here, this, this lack of faith and belief, this doubt about who Jesus is. Then the man finally gets in front of Jesus. He's desperately trying to help his son. And he asks him in verse 22 and 23, he says, if you, if he says, uh, he says but if you can do anything, take pity on us and help us An urgent prayer. And Jesus responds, if you can. Now I think this is interesting. How do you read that? When you read the text you miss out on so much. If you can, was it said in an angry voice with angry eyes? If you can, like how dare you doubt me? Was it said with a smile and a twinkle? If you can, like of course I'm going to help you. Was it said with compassion? It's 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 hard to it's hard to know. If you can, Jesus definitely hears those verses, those those words and picks up that doubt and he he says him back to the man, if you can. I don't think it was with anger or judgment. If you can, said Jesus. It's hard to know, though. But Jesus says everything is possible for the one who believes. And then the man has this great response. He says this, I do believe. Help me overcome my unbelief. Immediately, the boy's father exclaimed this. I do believe. Help me overcome my unbelief. My unbelief. The question is, is my, is, and so, and so then Jesus, Jesus proceeds to help this, this boy. Now, an interesting question about sickness and healing in 2021. The question is this, is my loved one not healed of their disease simply because of my unbelief or their unbelief? This is this is used a lot. It can kind of be weaponized. I don't believe so. I really think you shouldn't tell someone. You should not say to someone who is very sick, if you have more faith, you will be healed. I don't think that's good theology, and I think that can be harmful. Jesus' miracles when he walked this earth had a very specific purpose. They were to show everyone who he is, that he is the Messiah, the Son of the living God, Mark one one. And he was to show everyone what happens when God shows up. Your kingdom come on earth as it is in heaven. That when God shows up, everything is made right. And, and so Jesus was about healing people. And it's, it's a something, it's complicated. There's a lot. I do believe that God still heals people. Um, and that even in this instance, the lack of faith might have been even that the disciples didn't even pray at all. And that they had just thought in their own being hey, I've got this power. Now it's about me and my power. Watch me do my thing. And it was just about them. And so it's uh, it, it's complicated, but we have to be careful that, uh, that we don't think everybody should be healed. And it only comes down to uh, if you have enough faith um, that you're going to be healed. Jesus had a mission that he was about to show and he showed it again here by healing this boy and everyone thought he was dead and then Jesus took his hand and lifted him up and again it's this picture of resurrection and life and new beginnings this boy suddenly had freedom he gave this father and this son an amazing gift and the disciples were baffled and in verse 29 when they got Jesus alone they asked him, why couldn't we do this? And, and again, we get to this idea of this lack of faith and neglect of prayer. And, and, and we don't know the disciples' hearts or their actions, how much pride they had, how much was it, I'm going to show you all the power that I have because I'm pretty cool. Um, and, and that could have easily been the case. We might think of it as the disciples that were praying and having faith and still couldn't do it, and they had to have more that might not be the case there's a lot of mystery here and we have to be okay with that we don't get to see the whole story but we do see that jesus came and he made everything right that's one thing that we hold on to the hope and certainty of the resurrection in this lenten easter season i want to close with this certain prayers god will always answer this one this man prayed lord i believe help my unbelief lord i believe Is that where you're at? Lord, I believe, and then Lord, help me where I doubt. Help my unbelief. A good prayer to go with today. Friends, the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face toward you and give you peace. First word, artwork is by Emily Lemon. Sound production by Chris Stoltzman. And we'll leave you with some original music by my friend Lonnie Leo. Have a great Monday.